Spirit of God, we thank you this day. Ancient of days. We bless your name. Unto you have we all gathered. And we bless God. We bless you, Lord, for how far you have brought us. This morning, let this be changed to a gathering of the saints and a gathering of your children in the mighty name of Jesus. That you will speak unto us. We want to hear your voice. We want to experience your power this morning through your word. So what some say, what some boy am I? The entrance of your word is light and it gives understanding to the simple. This morning, the simple ones we are gathered, O oh Lord. Have mercy on us and give us divine illumination through your word. In the mighty name of Jesus. We love you, the Lord. We love you, Lord. Have your way, Spirit divine. In the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We bless God. So if he's a minister, then one day he will minister. Everyone is welcome on board. God bless you, sir. Beloved, I want to touch on some serious issues in the kingdom. To every kingdom, there are rules and there are regulations. And in every kingdom we have laws. Even in the physical realm, we have certain laws that we have studied and studied and studied. The laws have been in existence and nobody has been able to destroy the law. There is a law called the law of gravitational force. It states that whatever you release into the atmosphere or whatever you throw up, anything that goes up must surely come down. So there are a lot of laws Queen, please you're welcome. There are a lot of laws even in our physical world. Because wherever there are no laws, chaos is inevitable. Where there are no rules, chaos is inevitable. Peace will become something. Like So in the physical realm, there are laws associated with things that we see. There are laws associated with things that we touch. There are it is a law that even makes the aeroplane able to hang in the atmosphere. So we we call we call it the law of aerodynamics. Okay. So those that designs the 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 Montessori's and the and the university students, they can tell you or list a lot of laws that exist in our world. A lot of laws that we have learned back in the days. Please, if you remember some, you can type so I read. Me early, I don't remember any. I only remember the law of gravitational force. My God. Aha. So that is a law of gravity. Anything that goes up must come down. And it is true. Whatever that goes up comes down. But why is it that the aeroplane goes up and it doesn't come down fast? It means that another law. It's also there. We call it the law of aerodynamics. Okay. Why is Elvis and Captain uh, Smart? Come and give me some of the laws. Why is Pastor Francis? Come and give me some. So there are a lot of laws in existence on this earth. And the same way there are laws in the spiritual realm. Mrs. Naimo, please you welcome. Mrs. Naimo, hey my God. So there are laws in the spiritual realm and there are laws in the physical realm. And most of the times we look at the laws in the physical realm and we think that in the kingdom we find ourselves there are no laws. But the truth is that in this spiritual work with Christ, there are laws. I was, I was, I was reading about these things and was trying to put some things together. I, I bought some books just to study that the laws in the kingdom. Listen, any time you don't follow certain laws in the physical the truth is that what you want to achieve will not be achievable let's say that you know that we have the law of gravity which says that anything that goes up must come down and you don't know this law and you are crying because you threw a pencil to the sky and the pencil came down you are crying because you threw an orange to the to the to the sky and the orange came down 
and you are crying about this because you don't know that there is a law that makes this thing to happen so you'll be crying it doesn't make sense the same way in the spiritual realms the same way in the kingdom we find ourselves i am talking about the kingdom of god there are laws that are supposed to be obeyed there are laws that works in the lives of every soul that call him or herself a son or a daughter of Christ. Laws exist in this kingdom. And this morning I want to unveil one of the laws. My God. And you will get to understand me that you will be blessed this morning so much so that from today you will be careful how you walk and you will be careful how you do your things. Hallelujah. So I started reading these things and studying about them and I saw that there are over 81 laws in this kingdom. I cannot make mention of them all. There are 81 laws. More than 81 laws in this kingdom. Mm. Mm. Now if I say I want to teach about the laws of the kingdom. 81. How many days will I use to teach? <laughs> so if God gives us grace. We, are, we, will be re, we will be dealing with them one by one. But not now. Anytime the Lord gives us the opportunity. We will, we will release one. 81 and about. 81 and above loss in this kingdom is a serious issue. My question is, how many laws do you know? I remember I, I have talked about one law called the law of place. I've talked about one law called the law of place. There is the law of mercy. There is the law of place. There is the law of power. So many laws. So many. But today I want to talk about the law of harvest The law of the harvest <laughs> The law of the harvest The truth is that I can't finish today So today I will only take the first law In the law of harvest we have seven laws I want to take just first, just the one law today And then tomorrow onwards Or no, Wednesday I will take two Friday I will take two Then we do it kakran kakrati we finish I am, I am speaking to a, a child of God. One great man of God has just entered. Papa David Bismarck. Papa, please, you're welcome. David Bismarck. God bless you so much for joining us. So today, I want to talk about the law of the harvest. The law of the harvest. But the truth is that I want to talk about the first law. Uh, we, we, <laughs> there are laws. I want to talk about the first law. There are seven laws in that. And uh, let me be quick and go over it. So that when it is time for me to pick it one by one, you will know. The first law of, of the harvest states that we reap only what has been sown. Laws in the law, I tell you, sir. <laughs> so the first law says that we reap only what has been sown. The second law says that we reap, you may not be able to write it, but I'll take it one by one. I will quote every law and I will explain. I'll quote every law under this law and then I will explain. It has got to do with people in the kingdom. You've got to have this understanding and work with this mentality so that you'll be careful how you go your ways or you'll be careful how you do your things. It is very, very important. The laws are still in existence. Those that go against it are always being placed in another place. Mama Priscilla, please, you're welcome. God bless you, Mama. We appreciate your coming. So the first law says that we reap only what has been sown. The second law says that we reap the same in kind as we sow. The third law says that we reap in different season than we sow. The fourth law says that we reap more than we sow. I will explain everything. Don't worry. Give me time. I will explain everything. The fifth law says that we reap in proportion to what we sow. The sixth law says that we reap the full harvest. And the seventh law says that we can't do anything about last year's harvest but we can we can do something about this year's harvest don't worry let's focus on today let's focus on today today papa lord please i salute grace god bless you man of god today i want to center on the first law of harvest and that law states that we reap only what has been sown hmm. can you can you go to genesis chapter number eight Ladabaha. Spirit of God, have your way. We reap only what has been sown. That is the first law. Genesis chapter number 8. 
I want to read the verse number 22. Ha, I read. The Bible says that while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. These are the words of God. That in these days, in, in these times and on this earth, while the earth remaineth, while judgment has not come, there are some things that will be constant. Nobody can do anything about it. And when he started mentioning, he said, Seed, time, and harvest, sowing and reaping. No man can do anything about it because whatever we sow, we reap. So your seeding time and your harvest time, nobody can do anything about it. Whenever you, you, you plant, you must harvest. Whenever you sow, you must reap. It is of a great importance that you know that as a Christian, whatever you plant, you reap. Whatever you sow, you reap. You need, you will get a harvest for everything you put into the soil. You will get whatever you put into the soil will have a manifestation. So to the people in the agricultural world, whatever you plant, when the time is due, you need to harvest, and you harvest. So God said that this thing will not cease. And he said that cold and heat, and you, you and I, we attest to it. Sometimes the atmosphere is cold. Sometimes we feel the heat. It is constant. Summer and winter, it exists. I don't know the season they are in now because I am in Ghana. But in my country, there, I know we are in the rainy season. Um, I, I, I don't know whether they are in summer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I've not been there before. So those that are there, please help us. Which of them are you enjoying now? Is it summer or is it winter? And the Bible says that day and night shall not cease. So there is a time called day. And there is a time called night. It varies now. Spring. But really winter. Yo. Mama, how do come out today? So these things are constant. These things are constant. Nobody can do anything about it. These things will forever remain constant in our lives. These things will forever remain constant on this earth. And no man can do anything about it. It is a decree by God. And no man can destroy it. Now let's push it. So the first law says that we reap only what has been sown. What are we reaping and what has been sown? <laughs> What are you reaping? And what has been sown? Mama, life is a seed. Let me begin by telling you that. I think I said this long, long time ago. I remember some, some preachings I have done. And I made mention that life is a seed. <laughs> and in this life, whatever you are doing is a seed. Whether you like it or not, the positives you do are positive seeds. The negative you do are negative seeds. The good things you do are good seeds. And the bad things you do are bad seeds. When you go to agriculture, when you sow maize, you will reap maize. When you sow mango, you will reap mango. When you sow messing the, 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 the seeds and messing the plants, whatever you put into the soil, what whatever you put into the soil and you begin to water one day one day it will spring out and one day it will turn out to be food for you one day you will enter into the, the forest again or enter into the farm again just to go and harvest what you planted in some years back the same thing applies to the spiritual kingdom that we are in the same thing applies to where we are we are the sons of the kingdom we are the daughters of the kingdom and there is a law that operates in this kingdom called the law of harvest and the first law says that we reap only what has been sold so it is what we we, we sow that is what we reap okay so in this world i've already told you our life everyone is having life and life is a choice life is a seed and whatever thing you do is a choice whether you like it or not you will make a choice on this earth whether you like it or not the decisions you are making it is influencing your tomorrow whether you like it or not what you are doing today what you have done yesterday is what you did yesterday is influencing today and what you you will do today will influence your tomorrow so if i want to see a good 
tomorrow, then I need to sow good seeds today. If I want to see a good today, then it means that I should have sown a good seed yesterday. So those that are reaping bad seeds today, is because of the bad seeds they sown yesterday. That is what they are reaping today. So if I want to change certain things in my life, then I've got to sow a seed. That is good. I've got to make the right choices. Listen, in this life, nobody makes a choice for you. You've got to be a man and make your choices. You've got to be a man because you cannot blame anybody for tomorrow. You cannot blame any soul for a bad tomorrow. If you want to have the best tomorrow, then you've got to sow the good on the land. So the Bible says that this, it will not cease. Nobody can do anything about it. No scientist can fight what I, the Lord, have done. So we reap only what we have sown. We reap only what we have, we have sown. And I want to take you to Ephesians chapter 5. I will tell you the positive side of this law. And I will tell you the negative side of this law. Take your time with me. We go push. My God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you are there, you can help me. Ephesians chapter number 5. The verse number 35. Rahadosha. Ephesians chapter number 5 Verse number 35 If you can, if you are there you can put it in I need that to, uh, Sorry, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 Okay, now let me read Ephesians chapter 5 the verse number 15. Ah, I love that. The Bible says that see that you walk uh, circumspectly. <laughs> Let me give you another version. My version here says that therefore be careful how you walk. Mm. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men. Every man is taking a decision. But Paul says that be careful how you take that decision. Be careful how you embark on this journey of life. Be careful of the decisions that influence your life. Be careful of the choices you make. Be careful how you walk. And he says that. Not as unwise men, mm, but as wise. He says, making the most of your time, because the days are evil. My God, so then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Let's read it again. And I'll bring out some small explanations. Then we push it. Just therefore be careful. When you are reading the scripture and you hear the word therefore. Mm. Not just therefore. It says therefore be careful. That means that there has been an advice. And per the advice you've got to be careful. After the advice you need to step out to do whatever choices you want to take. But the truth is that be careful. Now when you lift up your voice and tell Christians be careful, they say you are threatening them. Why should I be careful? Be careful because there are some paths that people are taking as unwise men. Be careful because some people are taking decisions as unwise men. But because we call ourselves children of God, He wants us to be careful so that we make the right decisions. Because your decisions will influence your tomorrow. Your happiness is based on the decision you make today. If you make the right decision today, beloved, Christianity will be sweet for you. But if you make the wrong decision today, so most of us, we have made some decisions when it comes to work-wise. We have made bad decisions when it comes to marriages. We have made bad decisions when it comes to traveling. We have made bad decisions when it comes to friendship. He says that, be careful. <laughs> be careful. Just be careful. Because life is full of choices. 
And whether you like it or not, you will take a choice. You will make a choice. And you have to make a choice. Because refusing to make a choice is a choice itself. So you understand what I mean? So in this life, whether you like it or not, you will make a choice. If you refuse not to make a choice, it is a choice. Rahadusen. <laughs> It's just like two things presented before you. Death and life. And you say you will not choose life. It means that you have chosen death. If you say you will not choose death, it means you have chosen life. So people who are not making choices, it's a choice. That they will reap. And I want to present to you that life is a seed. And living is seeding. Choices are seeds. Mm. You are living. It's your seeding. How you are living is a seed you are planting. You have no idea. <laughs> How you are going about your things in even in the kingdom of God. It's your seeding. The everyday choices you are making, it is a seed. The way you treat people, they are seeds. The way you have attached seriousness to the things of God, it is a seed. That one day you will reap. It is a seed. So the first law of harvest says that we reap only what has been sown. And if you take me to Galatians chapter 6. I think Galatians chapter 6 verse 8. It has that same message there. You cannot mock God. <laughs> and when we quote this scripture. Most of us we, we take it in, in its negative. It is good that you take it in the negative and then you amend your ways. But there is a positive aspect of it. I tell you, people are making right decisions and they are enjoying. People are harvesting the right decisions they made yesterday. Some people's life. There is something to write home about. Because they made the right decisions. I remember when I was growing up, I grew up with a certain lady. When we told the lady to go to school, she said that she has heard a, an evangelist preaching. An evangelist said that very soon Christ will be coming. So when she starts school and Christ comes, it means that she won't get married. When she starts schooling and Christ comes, it means that she will not get money because she, 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 she has not gotten herself a work. So we told this lady, go to school. She said, no, Jesus is coming. Therefore, she, took, she made that decision not to attend school. Today, she is weeping. She is so beautiful. Great men come her way. Great and mighty men are calling her hands in marriage. But because of the wrong decision she took. Now, how are you, Kura? She can't, she can't respond, I am fine. Because she, she didn't want to have anything to do with education. Because Jesus is coming. She made a wrong decision. And that wrong decision is going to cost her her entire life. Unto grace or unto mercy speaks for her. Was it Yeshua? It's so sad. Uh, it's funny, but mommy, it is sad. She said Jesus is coming. Madra go to school. People are marrying and they are enjoying. I want to also marry and enjoy. Therefore, the lady took a wrong decision. And today, she's enjoying what has been so. It has come back to hunt her. Listen. You and I, we know. You and I. You know On this platform, you know I know. That we have made some funny, funny choices. That has really cost us. Mm. And you and I, we also know that we have made some best choices that has made us so happy in life. Why we have gotten to today is because of a choice we made yesterday. <laughs> so why I stand today is a choice I made yesterday. Why you stand today? It's a choice you made yesterday. It's not anybody's business. It is your own business. It is your life. The things you did yesterday, the things you have done in your past has brought you here today. Mm. So some are reaping. Some are reaping what is good. Some are reaping what is bad. The truth is that it was a decision you took yesterday. It was a choice you made yesterday. If today you have been able to build. Listen, some people sacrificed their, their, their how do I call it? Their, their enjoyment just to build a good foundation. Let me bring it down so you understand. When people were buying good clothes 
when people were buying big big bags when people were buying cars there are some of us among us who decided to go empty just to get a plot of land and build so when people were buying huge huge shoes when people were wearing funny funny clothes when people were into i want to get the latest the, the latest the, uh, uh, gucci and the amanis there are some among us who never bought those things they were not interested in those things not because they were not having the money to buy but because they wanted a good future when people were looking at clothes they were looking at houses and today can I shock you that most of us are even living in the houses of those who made the right decision to build? Most of us are living in the houses of people who did the room took the right choices, who made the right choices, who didn't look at how funny people were dressing, who didn't look at how people were doing things. That listen, if you want to follow this world, then you need to acquire a lot of money because every day things change in this world. So if you want to have a worldly mentality that anything that comes into this world you you will buy some oh marosha network 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 please can you hear me matuzi the entire can you help me please can you can you hear me please hello can you hear me okay so people took some funny 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 things in those days people took funny choices they made funny choices then today they are reaping funny results people people rejected happiness in those days and today they are happy and most of us i'm telling you we are renting from those people when you were using your money to buy chibum somebody was using the money to acquire a land somebody was doing susu just to get a car. Somebody also needs to buy a land. Somebody is staying in somebody's house. The person is renting a place. And the Lord has been opening doors for the person to get money. So that the life of that person will be beautiful. But we have made the decision not to invest in anything. But in our mouth and our tummy. It is a city of soil. <laughs> Any choice you make. There are some that will look very beautiful today, but tomorrow it will look ugly. Reverend Anna Osei Owusu Echao, you're welcome. There are some that are that are reaping funny things today because of the choices they made yesterday. Choices they are part of life. <laughs> The reason why some of us we are struggling today it's not because we have never we, we have not gotten money before it's not because we have not gotten money before but how to invest and make good use of the money we lack it certain scripture just drop into my uh, um, can you go to some 90 12 good cartoon holy spirit thank you psalm 90 verse 12 Roshidaha. Psalm 90. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I think it's that. Psalm 90, verse 12. The Bible says that. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Why do we need wisdom? To make right choices. Wisdom is the application of right choices. Wisdom is how you, you, you make right choices, right decisions. How well are you able to make the right choices and right decisions? Why do we need wisdom? We need wisdom to, to, to make the right choice. So the psalmist says, Teach me to number my days. I do not have the entire years to myself. There is a day that if you are crying today, you can be happy tomorrow. And some people, if they are happy today, they will be crying tomorrow. Because when it was time to sow, some people were eating their seeds. When it was time to plant, some people were eating their seed together with their fruit. Some people only ate the fruit and, and, and placed aside the seed to plant for, for tomorrow. But some of us, we are eating our seeds. We have ate our seeds. We are eating our seeds. And we are still eating our seeds. And we will eat our seeds tomorrow. And yet they turn around to blame God. 
Yet we turn around to blame family members. Yet we turn around and blame people around us. Whilst there is something called wisdom, may the Lord teach us to number our days so that we can apply our heart to wisdom in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says that if anyone lacks wisdom, let him inquire of the Lord. I pray for anybody on this platform that is waiting on God for divine wisdom to take certain decisions in life. May the Lord call our God and release into our spirit, man, divine wisdom to make right choices and right decisions in the mighty name of Jesus. So people failed yesterday. Not because they wanted to fail. People are failing. Not because they want to fail. But it's because they have sown something. And the first law of habit says that we reap only what has been sown. What simply means that if you if you sow yam, you will reap yam. You will sow yam and come and reap coconut tomorrow, sir. We only reap what has been sown. So my question is, you want to be a landlord, what have you sown? You want to be a man of God? What have you sown? You want to be a, a marriage material? What have you sown? You want your home to be beautiful? What have you sown? <laughs> you want your husband to cherish you like how other men cherish their wives? What have you sown? <laughs> You want your wife to submit wholeheartedly to you. Sir, what have you sold? You want people to get closer to you. What have you sold? You want people to accept you. What have you sold? What kind of choice are you making today? What kind of choice do you want to make tomorrow? Life is about choices. And life is a seed. And living is equal to seeding. The more you live, the more you plant your seed. There is a law of harvest. That we will all get there. We will all harvest the choices we are making. The choices we have made. The choices we are making. And the choices we are about to make. There is a day called harvest. Harvest is just a simple word. It is when what you have planted has matured enough to become food or to become a fruit there is a difference between the seed and the fruit the seed is in the fruit we eat the fruit but we don't eat the seed the seed is for planting but there are some of us what is supposed to be planted even if we don't eat we destroy it <laughs> that's it that's a mango, mango seed. You cannot eat mango seed there. But the truth is that there are some of us, even after eating a mango, though we have a backyard that we, 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 we could have planted, yet we destroyed. I am saying something physical, but I want you to take it to the spiritual realm. There are some times we need to plant. But we eat it. We destroy it. Because nobody sees what, what is in the seed. When we were doing dominion, I, I talked about this. So I can't, I can't go into it well, sir. So people have made bad choices. People have made wrong choices. And they have regretted. And they are harvesting. The sad part is that they are harvesting. <laughs> the time of harvest has come. And they are harvesting the same they planted. Kabadosha, rehos kibara. So let me let me be quick and take you through some few things. Rasha da 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 da. Help me. I want I want to take you to the positive side of this law, and then I'll come to the negative side of it, and then we draw the curtains. Then we meet again. Maybe you have made wrong decisions wrong choices because number one you were ignorant do you know let me give you one reason why men are poor some men are poor let me give you one reason why some men things are not working for them is the word i don't know this is not part of my preaching but let me push that and then i leave the word i don't know the word i don't know 
is destroying a lot of people. What is the word I don't know? Ignorance. Okay, let me explain. Let's say you are going through suffering or you are going through poverty. Poverty is knocking on your door. You have even opened your door for poverty to take a seat in your house. And then I come to you and say, Ah, Nanaire, why are you poor? And you tell me, I don't know why I am poor. Okay, that is the answer. That I don't know why I am poor is the reason you are poor. For the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. That your ignorance is, 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 is enough for you to be poor. That I don't know. It looks as if of late you are suffering too much. Why are you suffering? He said, I don't know why I'm suffering. Why are you not working? I don't know why I can't get a job. That I don't know is the reason why you are suffering. You've got to know. Because lack of knowledge, my people perish. Then if lack of knowledge, people are perishing. And it simply means that when, when there is illumination, when men begin to seek after knowledge, lack and want cannot stay. Because lack and want and poverty and those things, they are from the, 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 they are from the darkness. Okay. So let me tell you the positive side. I don't know is the reason, sir. We are reaping some things. If you ask some people, I don't know Maybe things are not working for us. But I don't know. I don't know is the reason. That I don't know is enough to keep you in that state. <laughs> that statement you said has been linked to scripture. The Bible says that my people perish because they lack the knowledge so in the presence of knowledge that I don't know cannot be there seek knowledge seek knowledge and I want you to seek the right knowledge that is the truth that is the word of the Lord whatever you don't know there is an answer to it in the word of the Lord so the reason why most of us we are reaping and we are crying almost every day is that we are seeking number one, we are seeking wrong knowledge. So it does not be fruitful in our lives. That is not my target. Let me go to the positive aspect of this law. That states that we reap only what has been shown. Number one. Number one. Let me tell you some positives. There are some blessings we reap because of what God has done on our behalf. Isn't it? There are some blessings we reap because of what God has done on our behalf. What are some of it? Can somebody help me? Let's see whether we have knowledge about those things. There are some things God has done already. So we reap it because God has done it. The first thing I want to talk about is the blessings of the common grace. There is a grace that everyone enjoys. The sinner enjoys, the righteous enjoys. It is, some, it is a provision the Lord has made already. Grace. So we, we, we harvest though we, 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 though we have not cultivated Or though we have, we have not sown But we enjoy it because It is something the Lord has done it For us So Jesus Christ came to die The Lord came through Moses By grace Came through the Lord Jesus Christ So in, when Jesus Christ stepped into the picture He presented unto humanity Something called grace And next month is our month of grace the Lord has presented unto us something we are all enjoying. So every day it rains for the poor, it rains for the evil man, it rains for the good man, it rains for those who do not worship the Lord. They still enjoy it. We call it the benevolence of God. The benevolence of God. You cannot ask God, why is it that this guy is a murderer? But when it rains, it rains in his house. You cannot question God about that. Because it is a provision the Lord has made for everybody he has created. And when you enter into grace proper, next month we will talk about it. There are some things, some people, so, there are some special blessings for some people who have dedicated their entirety unto the Lord. There are some blessings, the, the poor, sorry, there are, some, there are some blessings. The evil, the sinner does not enjoy 
when we enter into the Mount of Grace, I'll tell you. You think everyone is enjoying what the Lord provides? We, we, we enjoy the basic things. When it rains, it rains for the evil, it rains for the good. Talk to me. When, it, when, when the sun comes forth, it shines on the, on the evil and it shines on the good. These things are the benevolence of God. And there are some things. They are only they are only provided for the saints. And I'll get there. So, there are some blessings we reap because of what God has done on our behalf. We call one the blessings of common grace. And we call one the blessings of salvation grace. It is unto everybody. Salvation of... Uh, the blessings of salvation grace we all enjoy. Mm. We all enjoy There are some blessings we reap because of what others have done in our behalf. Let me push there. There are some blessings we are reaping because of what others have done before. I always say that if there is a generational curse, there is also a generational blessing. Let us not look too much on the negative. If there is a generational curse, then I'll bet to differ that there is also a generational blessing. Some of our forefathers, some of our grandmothers, some of our, our mothers who have passed away, some of them, they also did right things. And we are reaping. It is not always about the negative. There were some who dedicated their lives unto God. There is this woman they talk about in the Church of Pentecost. That when Makion came to Ghana and Makion had no place to stay, this woman accommodated Makion. Those in Pentecost, you know the story. This woman, the only goal the family had given her, she gave it to the missionaries that came and made sure that the missionaries will enjoy their life. Listen, the woman has died long time ago, but even today, the descendants of the woman, they are reaping what their grandmother did in some years ago. They are still reaping. Let me tell you one, 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 one popular woman that is coming from that family. Mama Esther from Kumasi. Mama Esther is coming from that lineage. Mama Esther, I don't know whether you know Mama Esther, the singer. She's in Kumasi, she's based in Kumasi. Is there anybody here who has heard about Mama Esther? Is there anybody here who, who has heard about Mama Esther? Okay, Mama Esther. That's all. Mama Esther is coming from that lineage. It was the grandmother of Mama Esther who did this thing, and it has affected the entire family. The family of Mama Esther are enjoying. Mama Esther herself is enjoying. When Mama Esther started, she was not able to give birth. In those times in Tafu, I know her. But today, she's enjoying. Most of the people in that lineage are all men and women of God. It took somebody's seed. It took a grandmother's seed to make them today. A lot of us on this platform, we are enjoying things that our mothers take. Listen, I remember my mother. Sometimes she, she, she could send me to the village. Just to go and bring foodstuffs from the village to our house. Mama, I will go to our village. I will go and bring bananas and pears and stuff. Make mention of things in the, in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in the farm. I will bring a lot of things plantains. When, when I bring these things, we that children, we will not get some to eat. This woman will share. If you are near to me, I see friend down below. down below. It looks like a story building. Though it is a story building, but the first the first cause of it is a form kakra. Defend it down below. Maybe I'm saying down below so you don't understand. Put it down below, down below, down below, down below in the MC Down below. Oh my god. I'm kind of down below the Abatiasi. Yeah. My mommy will say everything I will go to the farm and bring. This woman will share everything.
written down low. <laughs> this woman will say everything. Sometimes I will get angry. Now tell her, I will not go again. What kind of wickedness is this? My favorite is banana. Those times. I used to eat banana a lot. But this woman will not give us some of the banana. And there was a word she always said. She will tell you, I'm doing this because of your tomorrow. Listen. She is doing that not because of her tomorrow. She is doing that because of my tomorrow. She told me that these things, it paves way for people to also do your children good. We couldn't understand. We didn't understand in those days. But when I grew up, and when the time came for me to come to Accra, when I, I, I made my pilgrimage from Kumasi to Accra, that was when I knew that anything you do, any good you do, it goes ahead of your life. Sir. I came to Accra. I stayed in the man's house free. I didn't pay a dime. I stayed in the house over getting to six years free. Free. The man fed me. Give me a place to sleep. All that I do, all that I do is to also be a good boy and try to wash his things and make sure he's also feeling comfortable. I stayed in a man's house six good years. I never paid a dime. Then I remembered the words of my mother. Can I tell you something? I have I have been in Accra close to 12 years now I have been in Accra, Accra the only Accra I have been in Accra close to 12 years now I have not worked in your Jumanda my age man the Arabia and I say I'm a person with me me you over over I have not worked like coming to Accra and then tell myself I have worked with this company it was one company I started to work with and I worked for a full month. They didn't give me salary. I told myself, I won't waste my time. The guy is a politician. He used us just like that. And I stopped. Good 12 years. Good 12 years. This has been my work. The microphone. I know it's the greatest work. So I accept that I'm working. But the truth is that. So company no 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 i've been taken care of from day one i came to accra together with my family so now the lord has been faithful so i want you to understand that we will reap only what has been sown and there are some things that some people have already planted and we are enjoying your mother is one your father is one your grandmother is one. Your uncle is one. Maybe your pastor is even one. Papaya is what some of us we are harvesting. So listen. That's why I always tell you. If, if you have come this far, don't, don't ever think that it is by your own doing. You don't know the kind of seed somebody has planted for you. Listen. Before I got here, before I, before I got here, I was very stubborn. Because before I, 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 I pointed, before being a, becoming a pastor, the call of God was upon my life when I was at the age of 12. At the age of 12, my eyes were opened. At the age of 12, if I prophesied to you and you play with it, the following day it will happen. At the age of 12, I could have become the youngest prophet in Ghana. Because my, my mother was a prophetess. And because she had not attended school before, she was feeling intimidated any time that she wants to speak the word of the Lord. Because she cannot speak English. And she prayed a prayer for us. I remember she took a seat. She went before an altar, a church altar. And she lifted up the seat and she told God that what I want to be, or that what you want me to be, Lord. I mean, can you treat the tears? I don't know, but it will not favor daughter of Silo. Okay, so let me speak it in English. She said, she said, You Lord, what do you want me to be? Per my educational level. I can't. But people laugh at me. And I can't read. And she told the Lord that take all my children. Whatever you have placed upon my life, let all my children 
enjoy that grace. That was what my mom said at the altar. And since that day, we are 10 in number. The seed somebody sowed is what I am harvesting. So let it be far from me that I will think that I, am, I have come this far by my own power. The same way let it be far from you that you think you, you, you may think that you have come this far because of what you are able to do. Sir, it may be that somebody somewhere harvested, uh, planted something for your sake. I am talking about a positive thing. It is not always in a negative sense. And the Lord has had favor on you because of what the person has done. So there are things that people do and it, it affects us positively. There are some choices. Listen, you have had a peace of mind because your mom made the right choice to marry the right man. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know whether you understand me. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Is somebody there? <laughs> you are having the best education because your mom made the right decision to marry the right man. You have you, you 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 have had and you are still having and you are enjoying life because your mom took the right decision to engage yourself in the right business. You have come this far because your mom took a decision to give birth. What about if your mom decided not to give birth but to abort you? The right choices of our parents. The good ones affect us. The negative ones affect us. But I want to talk about the good ones. Later I'll talk about the negative ones. So if you have come this far, sir, drop the pride and always be happy that the Lord has influenced the life of your mom to bring out the best decisions to bring you this far. You've got no idea. You've got no idea. You don't, you don't know what would have happened if not for your mom. And if not for your dad, you have no idea. The sacrifices the men of God we are serving, they have been doing for us. Some of us, we have also come this far because of the men of God we served. The men of God who spoke life into our lives. Maybe we have come this far because of them. How do I know and how do you know? So, you, should, you, should, you should get time for yourself. And begin to reminisce on these things. Somebody somewhere has sown a seed, a good seed in your life, and you are reaping the harvest. Because the kind of decisions you are you 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 you, you have been making, the kind of decisions you are taking, maybe if it is left to that decision, but somebody somewhere has sown the seed. In your life and you are reaping maybe you have no idea maybe you have no idea but if there is anybody on this platform that there has been a positive seed in your life and you are here to harvest i pray that may god speed the growth of that seed in the mighty name of jesus may the lord speed the growth of that seed may the lord speed the growth of that seed in the mighty name of jesus so that you can also harvest and harvest it well. Now, I want to speak to you. I want to speak to myself. Do you want to see your children manifest greatly tomorrow? Please, sow good seeds in their life today. Some of the seeds are better education. Education is a seed. Advice is a seed. How you bring up your children is a seed. Listen. How many people in the Bible did you, did you read about them? That the Bible said that when they were about to die, they gave their properties to their children. How many? Did you ever, did you ever hear that uh, when Isaac was about to go, he left something for the children? And automatic, those things are there. Let me tell you one secret. I speak to you from my heart, from the, the depth of my, the Spirit of God in me, that it is not about what you leave for your children. Listen, it is not about what you leave for your children. It is about what you leave in them. It is about what you leave in them. Mm. I don't know whether somebody is getting what I mean. It is about the, what you deposit in them. It is not about what you leave for them. 
and yet dying now be German. It's not the, the story building you will leave for them that will bring out your greatness. Sir. I said it is not about what you leave for your children, it is about what you leave in them. I repeat, it is not what you leave for your children, it is about what you leave in them. What are the morals you are depositing in your children? What are the good things you are depositing in your children? It is not about what you leave for them. The cars, the buildings, the, the businesses, the farms. Please, if you leave all those things in the care of your children and you are not able to sow the right seed by depositing Christ in them, by training them well, by bringing them, uh, bringing them up well, I tell you, this is not a prophecy of doom, but I'm here to let you understand that tomorrow they will squander everything and they will become useless. It is not about what you leave for them. It is about what you leave in them. I know some people that their parents left a lot of things in their care. But because their parents didn't leave them the right training. They didn't give them the right training, number two. They didn't leave, they didn't leave the case to the right God. They didn't leave the case to the things of Jesus. They didn't leave the case to the things of the Holy Spirit. The kids have grown alright, but their businesses are destroyed. All the things that the parents left to them, the kids have squandered them all. I know a guy in Kumasi that that died the, the first time I heard, I heard one million dollars was that time. One million dollars. At the family family house, there was no during the how do you call it the funeral? You know, every funeral on the Monday, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, every funeral on the Monday, you see your book house a day. Can you imagine when they were selling the properties? The guy got one million dollars. One million. He didn't Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jeffrey received one million dollars in about 16 or 22 years ago. One million dollars. I'm telling you. That was the extent the man left. The things the man left for the children. I'm on one million dollars. 22 years ago, one million dollars. How much is one million dollars even today? Look at the worth of one million dollars even today. And then 22 or 23 years ago, this guy was given one million dollars. Wallahi, the man was rich. The man was, I don't know how to describe it. But because the man didn't lead the case into the things of God, this guy received the one million dollars, all right. He was, <laughs> he was the, the firstborn. So he was given the bigger share, one million dollars. 7 to 2.5 billion today. So go and calculate those times. 7 to 2.5 billion. Even for today. It can do a lot. Hey, let me tell you, I don't one million dollars. Mind God. Let me see some SMSs. I want to see that. Ha! In those days, the guy received this money, sir. And I'm, I'm here to tell you a bad news that the guy is poor today. I'm here to tell you about this. I said a guy is poor today. You know why? They left some things for him, not in him. I'm not saying the real madness. I'm looking at the magnitude of the money, the quantum of the money. He spent the money just like that. Girls, this guy can come to a place. And all the people around there, he'll buy you, he'll buy all of you drinks. One million dollars. 23 years ago, 22, 23 years ago. One million dollars, sir. Hey, Nanaya, the brother did the Jeffrey. Nanaya, I'm betting me a sponsor. A lot of people just to drink and eat. And he'll be happy, he'll be standing there and be happy. He made wrong choices upon wrong choices. Wrong choices upon wrong choices. But I don't blame him. I blame the parents. Because the parents, they didn't lead him to Christ. They didn't leave anything in him. They only left things for him. So at the end of the day, it's not what you leave for your children. It's what you leave, you leave in them. What are the seeds you are sowing in your children, sir? Whether you have given birth or you have not given birth, there is a tendency... 
of you giving birth. Please learn to deposit what will keep your children eternally. It is of great importance that you, you learn to deposit what will help your children tomorrow. I'm telling you, if not, your children will be gnashing their teeth. You will be, you will be dead and you will be struggling. So the Lord says that we reap only what has been sold. What are some of the, the negatives? Let me be quick with this because of the sake of the, the sake of your time. Sorry. Do you know that if there is hardship in Ghana, excuse my language, if there is hardship in Ghana, it's because of a choice, or it's, it's because of some choices the leaders have made. Do, do you agree with me? <laughs> If there is hardship in Ghana today, do you agree with me that it's because of the bad choices of our leaders? Don't get angry with me. I'm telling you the truth. This thing, it is not Enoch that did it. It is not Mamefia. It is not Elvis and Abekawood. It is a bad leader. It is bad leadership. It is not uh, Papa Francis. It is no Mama Ren Simmons. The crisis Ghana is going through. We are reaping. We didn't plant it. We didn't sow it. But we are harvesting. We are harvesting what bad leadership has brought on the nation. What am I trying to say? Sometimes it is not about what you sow. It is about what your leaders sow. Sometimes it is not about what you sow. It is about what your leaders so. About what your leaders so. It is about what people in authority they so. It is not just about what you so. So there can be bad people. Bible says, You think you think that is not true? When a wicked man rules. In the nation, so only Pabonini at the end. Yes, I mean no disrespect to anybody, but I just want to buttress my point and let you understand that bad leadership can cause men to reap bad harvest. That is my point. Sometimes it's not about you, it's about your leaders. Do you know that the men of God we follow, the men of God we serve, when they make wrong choices, do you know that it affects the subordinates? So it is not always about you. Sometimes it is about the leadership we have decided to serve. It is about the leadership, the place we have found ourselves to. So you reap only what has been shown. That is the first law. And it, the first law of harvest says that you reap only what has been shown. There are seven laws under that. And I thank God for His grace. I know that tomorrow we are going to shake it. But I want to say that be careful. Be careful the way you walk. Because whatever decision you are taking today, it will affect you tomorrow. Then why don't we take the right decisions? So that everything will work together for good for us. Why don't we take the right decisions? So that tomorrow together we will laugh or we will be happy. Some people are crying. Because they, 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 they took wrong decisions. Whatever you sow, you reap. Wednesday, I will dive deep into Galatians chapter 6 verse 8. And I will make you understand some few things. But I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Anybody under any wrong authority that is influencing your spirit man, your physical man wrongly, may the Lord Take you out from that place in the name of Jesus. Some of us, our life, we are living a life of bondage under some under some authority. But may God show us mercy. If we have done anything in the days of old and we are reaping today, if our mothers have done anything of old and we are reaping today, may the Lord show us mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord show us mercy. In the name of Jesus. That's notwithstanding. Any good thing our parents have ever done. 
Any good thing and authority has ever done that is supposed to manifest in our lives so that we enjoy. I pray in the name of Jesus that may the Lord speed the reward up for our lives. Let the right reward locate our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the right rewards locate our life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let the right reward locate us. May we be rewarded. May we harvest the good our parents have sold. May we harvest the good the authorities have sold. May we harvest the good our elders have sold. Anything good that they have sold. May we harvest in our time. In the name of Jesus. Because his word says that seed time and harvest time shall never cease. And if it is so, then we decree and declare in the mighty name of Jesus that from this day may we begin to reap that which has been sown in our favor. In the mighty name of Jesus, may we begin to reap that which has been sown in our favor. In the mighty name of Jesus, may we begin to reap, may we begin to harvest so that our life will receive a divine speed. Listen, there are some of us here. If the Lord begins to bless you by what your mom did, you will not be at where you are now. That is why I'm praying that may the Lord catapult you by the good, the, the, by the good, or by the goodness of your mom, by the good seeds your mom has sown. May the Lord catapult you to your higher realms and your higher levels. In the mighty name of Jesus, may you receive that reward. May you harvest it. In the name of Jesus, may our lives never be cut short because of the evil. Some people have done. But rather may the Lord reward us. Whatever that was supposed to come upon your mom, your dad, that, that was not able to locate your mom or your dad. May the Lord bring them all in your days. In the name of Jesus. So may you reap. And may your children's children reap. And may your children's children children also reap the good of your days. In the name of Jesus. Please, sow the right seed today. And let your children enjoy. Azana uya manfono obibe ya umebi umanso baba koyo obibi. Cut it short today and let the Lord show you mercy. The evil things you are doing, cut it short today. Think about your children tomorrow and stop doing it because it can affect them. I will get there. I will get there. But may the Lord bless us as we will be obedient to His voice. May the Lord bless us. So today I. Uh, by the grace of God, I have spoken about we reap only what has been sown. Wednesday, I'm believing God to touch on two. I want to use this week to complete. So Wednesday, I'm believing God to touch on two. I'll touch on, we reap the same in kind as we sow. And then we reap in different season than we sow. May the Lord help me and help you too. And make sure that Wednesday you make a date with us so we can all push. May the Lord bless His word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.